everyone, and welcome to Building a Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Obi-Wan Kenobricks, better known as. And with me today, we have two fine fellows as well. First off, we have Ethan, the Brick Chef, and Hello. Nate, Epic Bricks. How's it going, everybody? Oh, man. So glad to be able to do this show with you today, Nate. We're really excited to get into our interview portion a little bit later here. But first off, we're going to let uh, Ethan take away the news for the week. Yes, let's just get right into the news. News is a little light this week. We'll go over the sales starting off. Same sales from last week on Lego. They've taken quite a bit off, but I just wanted to go over these quickly still. You get the big stadium there. That's over $100 off there. Really awesome. Queer Eye still on sale. Yes. I would have waited on that one. I bought that one girlfriend for the 100. (laughs) Yeah. Came out. Yeah. I know. Then uh, I think this one wasn't there last week. The little magnet, some brickheads, pets. Those are always really cool. Little gifts. The wedding groom is there. Some stunt bikes. Those are really cool with the little push motors, and they just go. They'll they'll go crazy. Those are uh, kind of fun. And then, yeah, those stunt bikes are super, super cool. Some keychains are on sale as well. And then I think to round it out there, we just have some Mario sets and then a uh, fun little Duplo photo frame. That's interesting. <laughs> But yeah, Lego doesn't usually have those sales very often, so it's definitely nice to see those. Um, Especially forty percent off—that's a—that's a huge amount yeah, of Lego. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, Lego really doesn't do sales like that. Even so. in store with a damaged box, at best, you might get bonus VIP points. They won't even discount it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just moving along here. We got <laughs> newly great. revealed sets there. So we already got a sneak peek. We got the Hulkbuster is uh, the new set that was revealed. Very, very big Marvel set there. Big price point at $550. Uh, I believe it comes with 4,049 pieces. So quite the difference there if you're a price to piece person. It's a very big set too. I think for scale, the Lighthouse is pretty much the same height as this set it's uh, very 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 big much bigger than its previous uh version i think that came out in the mid 2010s Mm -hmm. they're both based off the same version do you guys have any thoughts on this big set i'm looking at like source photos like of the actual hulkbuster like from the mcu and a couple other things and it looks great but it's almost too thin and i think that's what i was seeing from other people is it's not like bulky enough his legs and his arms Mm -hmm. don't seem thick enough but they look amazing out, um, no doubt. Yeah, the detail is really phenomenal for it. I honestly felt like when we saw like the first leaked pictures of it, it looked almost better than when I saw the rest of the pictures. Um, there's just something, and maybe it's maybe it's the way that they accommodated for the buildable Iron Man to fit inside that it just seems slightly oh, off. There's on a buildable Iron Man. Yeah. Well, they they they're letting you fit the old buildable Iron Man that they came out with what like a couple years ago. I'm not even. I think it came out just this last year. Just this past year. It's like a smaller forty dollars set. I don't know if you know about the the new like Spider Man figures, buildable figures per se. They're it's basically the same size as that, and it's just Iron Man. Do you have to like his whole body fit in there? Do you have to like take Mm -hmm. him apart? No. Yeah, his whole body. He basically basically comes out to about the same size as the torso of this thing. Okay. Like it seems like they designed it around that to be able to fit inside of it. Because I almost yeah, that seems like a weird way to go. Because they almost <laughs> if they didn't design it that way, they could have made everything I think a little bit better. They almost yeah, no, yeah. Some, some quality there. The, it's like it needs to be chunkier almost. You know. Yeah. Because I watched not. speed build of it, and it's pretty much just like a hollow box under there, and hmm. then they the upper it. torso looks right. As far as thickness, yeah. everything below yeah. that and around that is too thin. Like his abdomen, way too thin. And then the yes. joints to his hips are almost just non-existent. Yeah, he's definitely very wonky looking. I also think his <laughs> shoulders aren't like, they're not big enough, if that makes sense. They're not, they don't seem like they wrap around enough. Yeah, I see what you mean by that. I'm a huge yeah. Marvel fan. I just don't see myself getting this one. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely very expensive for what it is. It's and like Bowser, which is a really similar. It's just a big figure, you know, with a yeah. ton of pieces like that. And I bought that. That was justifiable for me, but I don't see that. <laughs> yeah, no. I think maybe, too, what's driving the price up on this is, like, there's a lot of gold lacquered pieces that previously weren't mm-hmm. in that finish that they're now doing just for this set. I don't know. It would have been cool if this was the, like, Infinity War version of the Hulkbuster and not the remake of the Ultron one. And there was speculation that they were going to do it, though, off of the Infinity War version. 
But yeah, I figured they would do it so much more relevant now, and they're still right, making exactly. Infinity War content or products essentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, definitely a very interesting choice with this one. Going to come with the normal plaque as always, but. I don't know. I don't see this one being very, very popular. You know, um, that's a hundred dollar Iron Man, though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, day one. Holy cow! But yeah, no. I Marvel's been kind of doing this recently. They've this is their second very large scale set, in my opinion. Now that is very steep. Uh, Did that Iron Man not have printed legs? The Tony Stark? No, yeah. Just oh, man. Just blank, black pants, Black right? legs. Yeah. Some yeah. pockets, some something. I know. Any yeah. kind of detail on there. Plus, this is the most expensive uh, Marvel set that they've ever released, is it not? I believe. I believe At that price so, point, I don't yeah. think they've ever released I anything more so. expensive. Yeah. I, think I think you're right. Second to that is Bugle or something. Yeah, it could be oh, yeah. maybe Helicarrier yeah. or something. I don't know how yeah, much Yeah, it might be the Helicarrier. Yeah. Real quick, yeah. I want to say hi to Matt. He's in the chat. Hey, oh, hey Matt. Matt. But yeah, moving right along, the Witch GWP Creator 3-in-1 is still <laughs> going. That's a super cool GWP, I think. We're still waiting on my order that has to... Did that just drop on the 1st? or, or like, That came on yet? the 14th. Oh, okay, uh, that's why I haven't month. seen it. Yeah. I've got about five so. of the poly bags, so... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People, I have a ton of the pirates ones. I'll have soon a bunch of the Halloween ones. So I'm guessing that's going to be a new theme is those themed poly bags. Yeah, I think they've purchase. already announced. Um, we'll probably talk <laughs> about, about it, it more yeah, when, it, when it comes. But I think they've already announced the winter one that they'll be doing in uh, November. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right around the corner. I'm sure we'll honestly continue to see these, and they're nice. They're nice little part packs. Yeah. And then we are just going to go over the retired sets, like always, because I think it's important to go over them and show you guys what's retiring before it's gone, because those aftermarket prices are always ridiculous. Oh, and yeah. we still have the big three. Mm-hmm. They're all there. Them. I got to do the Disney castle. I got to get one yeah. for the girlfriend and one for investments. So. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's on back order. So I would order it soon before, you know, who knows? Seinfeld. The Lego stores got it usually. Yeah, the Lego stores have been having them recently. So I know my Lego store has the Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Is the T-Rex breakout retired yet? That one was gone last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I never got that set. And it was never even in my store. That's how yeah. it was. Wow. Yeah. Like, and the usually movie. I can almost find any set I want if I call the store ahead of time, and be like, hey, you get mm-hmm. a shipment, and I can go in that morning and it's there. But that one I never even saw on shelves. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and if you have a discovery center, you can also check there too, because you're going to have totally different stock too. So that's an hour drive for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that then. <laughs> no, I got to go see Alex soon, actually. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. That'd be fun. Alec is awesome. I haven't seen him in a while. Sorry to get us off track. No, no. Not no. at all. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my motto, basically. Yeah. It's all I good I will here. derail the conversation. <laughs> conversation. Hey, you know what? There are no rails on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only guidelines. <laughs> and then the Bugatti. I, I don't know about you guys, but I've not seen this in a Lego store in a very long time. I feel like that's been out for like five years. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the second it's while. It was the second large scale like super detailed Technic like, car. I feel like when I got the... back into Lego like four or five like when I first got back in, I feel like that was one of the sets that I knew was a big buzz set at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that one will definitely be worth a lot once it's retired. Um, Any of those big cars, I feel like, where mm-hmm. it's just the the car community does that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. definitely. Yeah. Um, Central Perk is going to be gone. That was a very very popular set. Unbeatable deal for what it is. Yeah, it's a good amount of minifigs for sixty bucks. Um, yeah, and, and pieces those as well. unique ones too. And the Fiat is going to be gone. The Mickey yeah. Mouse and it builds. Yeah. Never was a big fan of those, but that'll be gone if that's your thing. The Superstar and then the original Stadium Old Trafford. How do you All think gonna, the superstar shoe is going to do long run? Do you think that's going to be like a random one that people want later on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And I think I it's think... a packaging is so cool. It's oh, like it, it is. It is. When yeah. I bought mine at Target, the lady literally <laughs> opened it up and was like confused because she was looking to check the shoes because that's what you do at a retail store. Yeah. And she was just so good. I'm like, no, nah, it's a Lego set. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my god. No, exactly. Uh, I actually saw one of these boxes in the shoe section at one point. Eleven out of ten packaging. <laughs> well, yeah, I yes. have a funny, like, more honestly, more morbid story about it. But oh, like, no. my friend went to actually pick this one up for me, like early morning. It's such a weird time for this to happen. But early in the morning, he got like mugged. Oh uh, my god. This because I'm assuming what? the guy thought it was like actual shoes. A big shoe oh, drop, like what else? Yeah, yeah. And it was just the yeah. Lego set. Thank. Hopefully my friend oh my knows gosh. how to defend himself and everything was fine. But yeah, this weird. Yeah. Bit, I just imagine I mean, the guy running away. These aren't shoes. <laughs> but yeah, no. So those are our retired sets. Good uh, list. That brings us into the element of the week. Ooh, it's spooky. Continuing yes. on our spooky theme for Halloween. <laughs> so this week we've got a very classic part to look at. This is the bad. It's uh, part number 30103. And this piece was introduced back in 1997 in one of my favorite themes, the Fright Nights, actually. It comes in three colors, kind of. It's really four colors if you want to be technical. We've got black, dark gray, dark bluish gray, and tan. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, Lego changed its color format for um, dark gray and light gray, as well as brown, and a few other things over the years. But uh, this is the early 2000s. So it was a whole big deal back then, and now... You know, nobody even really remembers dark gray at this point. It looks very dingy, and that was the intent of changing to bluish gray. Anyway, let's let's look at some of the featured uses of this part. So the first notable usage is in the Bat Lord. He's also known as Basil, which you may <laughs> notice that reference from the most recent castle set that came out. There is a letter that was from Lord Basil, I believe, if I'm not yes. mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool note on there. But yeah, that's that's Basil the Bat Lord. And that was in set number 6007. But yeah, I still have my uh, my black dragon. Yeah, those old dragons are really cool. But so about cool. that. That. Yes. And then we also have, this is the most interesting, probably, of all the sets that have used the bat in 12 Grimwald Place just this year. Check it out. The only tan usage of this piece. And it's like up in a corner. I don't really know what's going what are they, on. Yeah, what are they supposed to be? I like, don't know. I mean, like a, that was, I think it was like an architectural or element or, yeah. Or maybe like a, a code chandelier hanger. lamp. That's the only thing I, I can think of. I just figured it's it was funny. a bat that did not get enough sunlight. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the only way to use it? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Well, there's two of them in that set, actually. Yeah, I see um, them Yeah, and you can side. see them both on top there. So it's got to be like a like a bat light or something like that. That's a bed know. below it, I take it? Yeah, yeah. It looks okay. like it, yeah. Yeah. It's just Isn't a that weird... weird? Very like weird. I'm thinking like but a chandelier head, like just a lamp it, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you notice on there, I also included the statistic from the last six months' sales. This bat piece is going for an average of a dollar ninety six. The well, maybe what is it? Uh, actually, two nineteen on average because that's the only set it's ever come in, and it's it's kind of weird and unique. Yeah, I mean, I mean otherwise, a bat is? is like five cents. Because it would yeah, seem exactly. weird that to make something like if it is a lamp. Or something like, why would you need to specifically mold that piece in a new color to get across? Right. They almost right. could use like a bajillion other pieces. But again, I don't know what it's supposed to be. Well, it's funny. <laughs> this is the second week in a row that we've looked at an element where Harry Potter decides that they want to take an element that's never been used in this color before and just do it for one set. Because last week we looked at yeah. the pumpkin piece, which is normally yes. red or orange. But for some reason, they've used it once in a dark tan for Hermione's wand in the big yeah buildable uh minifig set okay yeah <laughs> which is so interesting i what guess if they already have the mold it can't be too hard to draft it in a new color it's more yeah. about the new mold itself as long as they have the mold but even yeah. Yeah. odd very odd. yeah making yeah. molds is hard and that this is the though, kind of yeah. subject that I, I love, obviously, with the, some of the videos I post in pricing yeah. on stuff. Yeah. Like, this is one yeah. of those, like, oh, dinky little tan <laughs> bat, two bucks? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, isn't that weird? I'm like, with $2 for this tan bat, I mean, come on. The rest of the bats, you can get a handful of them for 2 bucks. I wonder if you it's know? available on Lego Bricks and Pieces yet. Because they've been very check, good about adding their, like, I think they just recently added, like, a bunch of the most recent parts onto it. Because I've been noticing sometimes it's just, like, way more like cost effective to order from lego directly even the shipping may like take they only longer. have it in black oh uh, wow figures yeah, yeah. it always just depends on the piece really but. yeah 
Um, so other than that, there, there's really only been one other variant, and this is a weird one. So they made the bat in like a <laughs> like a headless form, and it's for it was with the 2019 Lego Movie 2, and this was the Shimmer and Shine Sparkle Spa. And I feel like this was just such a brief and passing character moment that I didn't even remember having yeah. seen that. Like I remember the scene, but I did not remember this character. It's Balthazar the Vampire Bat. And so basically you can fit one of the friend's mini doll heads onto this bat. It is really is that the weird. the same dimensions for a minifigure hand it, to clip it's, on there? Yes. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. That would be a cool accessory. Yeah, it would be. True. It says it's yeah. dark blue, but it looks sparkly. But maybe it, it's just the image. Maybe it's just the glossiness. But it does yeah, look like it has a shimmer in glossy. it. Yep. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's definitely very... Because I, I see the point. It's like those old movies where like the vampire will actually turn into a small bat yes. instead of like yeah. a weird yeah. big version of a bat so it's just his head i don't know it's just weird looking this is one of those I mean, situations where that has to be a unique mold for the head right that doesn't get used in that yeah shape, no that definitely not a lot of i feel like a lot of the friends heads end up being mm-hmm. very unique oh no it's a hair piece on a head i thought it was an all-in-one mold that's that. definitely oh. a very unique hair yeah. piece though. yeah that's oh, that one. looks like an all-in-one mold but i guess it's not that's a really cool hair piece actually that's probably the well i thought part it's transparent it. it's like transparent teal or dark yeah the, with the sparkles i don't know it's, <laughs> it's definitely very very nice to look at i want to put it but on I, jack, jack 14 i think that would look cool oh yeah <laughs> all the yeah he's got yeah well and you can put any would fit head anyway on that bat too so you know put scooby-doo's head on the bat if you wanted you know just to be weird we're <laughs> scrapping yeah. on the bat <laughs> yeah, anyway well that's that and that's really it i mean uh so i want to open it up guys do you have any other favorite uses for this parts i mean for me it's really just every instance in the fright nights theme because i just was so fond of that i mean the bat it's, it's almost hard to use it anything but a bat but apparently harry potter proved us wrong there with whatever <laughs> yeah. the heck they use it as yeah. yeah, I know. I've seen occasionally I've seen it used. It's still a bat, but not directly as a bat, like an ornamental statue of a bat. Yeah, you know, it's not a things. real bat in the yeah, Lego universe. Like, right. Yeah, like a decorative yeah. bat. So I I like it when they use it like that. I yeah, they've like used they they a lot of those a, a better, like a studded one where it just has a stud on the belly and then maybe has some mm-hmm. wings going to the side because they got like what butterflies and stuff that do that same kind of like has it's a stud. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, would be very interesting. But yeah, I think that's gonna bring ah, us it's to me. our it's main <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a very old picture too. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so I may have taken uh I, I scrolled through TikTok until I found like a good full torso shot and I was like, Oh, that's the great one with the minigun. Fucking should have asked me, I could have got you. <laughs> oh yeah, I just want to see the surprise currently you. disassembled right now, so I can't even show Oh it. man, oh, that's dang. Too bad. ever since I got back from Brick Fair, it's been disassembled. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, totally the, fair. Just the process of packing it all up to move it. Yeah, you know. that's a pain. <laughs> but yeah, so like our last time we had a guest, it'll be more of an interview based for the rest of the podcast. And we're just going to go ahead and get it started with our first question. Sweet. So, Nate, what is your favorite Lego theme? It's hard to say because by volume, I think most people probably say Star Wars. And I could probably say that because I probably have the most Star Wars sets out of any set. But it, <laughs> all in all, it's hard to say. I really just like... I like a lot of ideas. I like Marvel um, and then the the icons, obviously. But if I had to put one, hmm, I have to split it into childhood and then adult, too, because childhood theme is definitely adventurers. Oh, but yeah. Nowadays, yeah. I I'd still love it, but there's nothing to, like, continue collecting with it other than going back. So yeah. uh, as far as today, I got to say Star Wars. It's a yeah. tie between Star Wars and ideas. That's a fair answer. That's, yeah, it makes sense. Yep, absolutely. Now, to kind of break it down to a little bit more uh, niche of that, uh, do you have a favorite Lego set? Favorite Lego set? I think it's got to be the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, um, yeah. It's inspired me to actually do customization and mod it and make the levels two and three, and I still want to even try to make more, but I'm going to need <sighs> custom parts at that point. I need a oh, I need a printed gray warp tube so I can do the castles. Oh yeah. You I sure mean I guess I could just do grit playing like gray tiles, but then obviously you want that full effect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love all of your different level videos that you've done. They're super, super cool. Those uh, are honestly, inspired. They're, they're not crazy hard, but they're fun to do because you actually have to like 
make it work. It's the, you yeah. slap a picture up there and expect right. it to run through. <laughs> you got to plan how he goes up and how he's going to drop down. And then you just kind of use the original. I've always used the original set to kind of help me and guide me. Well, and being able to do it as a loop too. Like, I mean, like you're, you have to have the start and end point line up with each other. Essentially. Uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. really cool how you've been able to accomplish that. And you really captured the essence of those other two levels. Thank uh, you. You know, it's, it's like you look at it and you're like, Oh, obviously it's level two with the, uh, the series of jumps down there mm-hmm. um you know the the two shaped uh blue things i'm not making a lot of sense i'm using weird words no but, we, you know, all, I mean, we yeah. all of us mario fans are like yeah we know yeah. what you're talking about yeah the two blue things and yeah totally it's it was really cool i, I enjoyed watching you do those and uh, so did you render those in the studio before yeah i did i did studio i just yeah. pulled up like a blank i just figured out how big the track was <laughs> yeah. and kind of lined it up and then the other thing with that is since it is on a track you can't have a tile go from one part of the track over studs yep. to the other part right, of the track. Yeah. So it all has to be very either two by twos or one mm. by ones basically to make it work. It was really fun. Wow. And then on the other side of that favorite childhood set is the Chrome Crusher from Rock Radio. Yes. Oh man. I have the tunnel transport right around the corner here. <laughs> it's yeah. Also one of my favorites, but the Chrome Crusher probably it just edges it out. Is that the, the one you have the one with the other one with the drill? Uh, no, the Tunnel Transport name. has the four. Oh, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the yeah. flying one. That's the flying one. Getting I don't get how that thing would transport anything through a tunnel, but uh, yeah, it's pretty big. There you go. Yeah, it's this one. And he's got the, uh, I dropped his little transport uh, thing underneath while I was uh, bringing it over here. But yeah, I just love the color scheme of the Rock Raiders too. That was one of my favorites, uh, themes as a kid. Cause, uh, I don't know that, that teal and the brown who we got dust flying out the propellers too. Get that out of here. The only one I don't <laughs> have from that theme is the HQ. Oh yeah. And that's a, a, a is that a unique base plate for that set? I wonder. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that's what they I thought. Usually, usually those base weights are. Uh, that's why oh, I love yeah. them so much. I make videos yep. about them from time to time. Yeah. They're just like, they're a huge part of my childhood and people call them cheating, but at this, oh, like, no. sure, they're, <laughs> like you, like, <laughs> yeah i don't know i wouldn't call it cheating but at the same time for from a kid's perspective exactly to be able to just throw down one piece and you've yes. already got 80 percent of the work done yeah as a kid, you don't always have like the resources or the storage to like actually build something before it gets destroyed by your your little yeah. brother or something yeah so to have like a base that looked cool and made you feel like oh, i could set up like a stash of weapons in here and then build on top of that that was always fun yeah, those vacuum base plates were just I loved them. I had I had quite a few of those raised ones. I only have two now for a couple of the old castles. Those are yeah, cool. no, those raised base plates are super, super cool. And then moving on to like more kind of personal side of, of Lego. Do you remember what first drew you to Lego as a kid? Like what made it's you? A, honestly, it's one of those things I got into it so young. It, you know, my parents bought me tons of toys, Lego being one of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like just migrated into it kind of deal. It was like Lego video games and Pokemon cards for me. Like I had other toys, yeah. but not, re- not yeah. really too many that I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about when you started growing up? You know, a lot of us have a period where we kind of, you know, Our dark walk ages. away. Yeah. So what was your relationship like with Lego? You know, so I was, kind of moving I was into like 14, 15, probably about the general age. A lot of people uh, end up like phasing out or just getting yep. caught up with life. And that's basically what it was. I had to move high schools a couple times and just random stuff that didn't make the e- the collection after that point easy <laughs> to manage because it was all destroyed. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. went from about 14 or 15 until I was, I think, 26 is when I got back. I'm 29 now. I'll be 30 in December. But uh, mm-hmm. so I've been back into it for three or four years now. About a 10 year hiatus. Oh, yeah. Luckily, oh, wow. the parents parents kept it all. My mom was one of those people like, nope, we're keeping that and your grandchildren yeah. are getting them. Like, I don't know if you're yes. getting any grandchildren from me, but thanks for <laughs> keeping them forever. <laughs> Honestly, my parents did the same thing. I mean, I had um, all all boxed up in my parents' shed and I, it's like a miracle that they were, they're just, they were still in perfect shape. And uh, when I came back to the hobby, it was like, you know, there they are. <laughs> yeah. Did you sort have... everything when you got your collection back? Oh man, I made a boo boo when I started when I got it back, and I like took everything apart and sorted it into color, and so then it took me forever to like actually anything. actually organize it. Uh, it was a pain in the butt. But then I re I like rebuilt probably a good forty or so sets out of those. So that was fun. I wish I I kind of like. I organized my childhood parts, but I only ended up building like some of the Bionicles and a few of the, like, yeah. like the Chrome Crusher I had. But then I kind of left the rest of it. Cause I knew that over the years, like 
it wouldn't be missing a lot, but all of the sets would be missing something. Oh, to course, a point where yeah. you know, and I, I wasn't a super responsible Lego caretaker <laughs> as a kid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like I don't even have. I know we had the set for it, but I don't even have my sand red uh, battle droids that I knew yeah. we had the set for. Oh, and like those man. are gone. Yeah. Those are nowhere to yeah. be found. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. No, I'm a little on the younger side because I'm 22 now. So I have two pretty young little brothers, um, both under 10. So I have like half of my childhood Legos back. I was able to convince them to give me some back. And I honestly was like, because I had a lot of sets. Like one of the big sets I had as a kid was the original playset Death Star. Oh, heck yeah. That was yeah. something I had. And I, I just didn't even bother. I was like, I, I know I'm not going to be able to find everything. Like, How could you? That yeah, would be great I was like, pieces. I'm going to use this bulk Lego just to like get myself started if I want to build mocks and stuff like that. So I, I never was able to build back any of my sets. Ah, it's a bummer. Yeah, my parents saved all the boxes and 99% oh, of wow. the instructions. I still have all the instructions and all. I have... Uh, Lego Mania magazine from 1992 on through uh, to the point where it changed to Lego whatever it was after that. So um, in the early 2000s, crazy. Yep, good reference. <laughs> so, getting out of that dark age, was there something that specific, a cassette or something that was happening that got you back into Lego? Uh, honestly, it was kind of just the thought, like I started watching Lego content, like Jang Bricks and stuff like that. And I started mm, yes. to realize like, oh, cool. Like there's a whole community for this. Like <laughs> I can get into that. You know what I mean? I can get back into that. Yeah. That's kind of where it started was like, I started watching content and realizing like, you know, I enjoyed that as a kid. Why wouldn't I enjoy it now? And I, uh, ended up going, I, I don't even think I bought many sets right off the bat. I more just went and got my collection from my parents, started the mm -hmm. sorting process and then that kind of got me into, I didn't even do a lot of building right off the bat like I intended to do because I got into reselling. And then I got into oh, yeah. content creation very soon after that. because so I was like, oh, I can make this into somewhat of a business and share my enthusiasm with other people and hopefully maybe one day do it full time. And that sounded like a cool deal. So I just went full in and just kind of started <laughs> getting like just literally indulging in Lego. Every, every you know, collect, I started really heavily with um, collecting Star Wars figs. I haven't really been adding to the collection lately. Uh, most of my collecting for the Star Wars minifigure collection came from reselling. I would just keep stuff that I didn't have sell the rest and usually come back with a little more and that's kind of how i just passively built up my minifigure collection but i haven't i haven't uh gone out and bought many star wars figs lately other than ones i'm getting in sets wow that makes wow. sense yeah so really it sounds like the kind of watching other creators is what got you both back into lego and also into being a content creator yourself then is absolutely that, just yeah. like influenced by other creators 100 percent yeah. Is there any anyone in particular you remember kind of jumping uh, Jane out? Jane Bricks. Um, I'm forgetting the one name because a lot, a couple of them are actually like Bricklink content creators. Mm -hmm. um, so they're not as uh, notable and they're not don't mm -hmm. have as many yeah. uh, subscribers, but they were mm -hmm. some of my favorites because it was the the information is what I wanted. Yeah. You know. That's yeah. Cool. Jane Bricks is definitely the top dog that got me inspired. Yeah, he's he's super cool. He's so many channels and the way he does. I was always just drawn in by his massive city that he has. Oh, yeah. I think that's what probably caught my eye first was like, holy crap, there's people with cities in their, in their <laughs> yeah. rooms. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's, so, like, he's very, he just seems like a very respectful guy, like outwardly from his content. And he just like I always felt he was unbiased or tried to be unbiased for most things. And he didn't just crap on Lego every time something would be a little <laughs> bit off. Yeah. At least I don't think from what I saw back. Like we know some people honestly. Do. As far as watching YouTube, I don't watch any YouTube content anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. Not that it's bad. I just don't have the time. Uh, I, that was my whole childhood. It was just ripping through YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. A day after yeah. day. The short form has definitely taken off a lot. Yeah, I don't watch much Lego YouTube. I watch too much TikTok. That's a problem, though. I hear you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so for those who don't know who you are, which is probably not very many people because you are very popular on TikTok. What kind of content do you primarily focus on? Um, I know it's it's kind of broad, but <laughs> That's don't be afraid to just um, tell us everything. Primary, I'd say Lego tips and tricks on top of just, 
that's just interesting info. Um, I like to just kind of show things that anything like I always explain it this way. If I ever just come across something, I'm like, holy crap, that's really cool. I usually end up making a video about it. If I thought it was interesting, <laughs> like a, a nerd like me, hopefully other people will. But I mean, the focus, it's really just I like to make Lego interesting for not just Lego fans, but people who aren't Lego fans. So like with my son experiment and stuff like that, yes. where that's capturing not just Lego fans, but the random Joe Schmo who maybe never even thought about Lego. And then maybe they'll see my other videos. And because I've gotten countless people, they're like, oh, I didn't even collect Lego or they don't collect Lego and they still don't, but they still say they enjoy my content. So I always just try to make it palatable for everyone. Because again, I think Lego is popular as it is super underrated in most people's minds. They see it as a toy. They see it as only so much. And it's so much more than that. So I just focus my content on like hyping it up, I guess. Because there's still, yeah. like you said, it's a variety. I mean, I've got tips and tricks like how to straighten a minifigure cape, how to wash your Lego. I'm trying to keep going here. I can't think of everything all in one <laughs> sentence usually because it is so many different kinds yeah. of content. But yeah, I mean, it's a variety show for the most part. So I just want to ask just to try and like get into how you come up with stuff. Where'd you get like the idea for specifically like the sun experiment? Like what made you say, I'm going to do this like very long experiment? It was kind of just the interesting thought to myself because I was like, I know Lego yellows. But that's <laughs> kind of like how quickly and how I want to show it was kind of like the the wanting to show people like. It was almost a PSA, too, because in a lot of my videos, yeah. like this is why you don't store your Lego in direct sunlight. And a lot yeah. of people may not realize that. So it was almost like a PSA, but also just like a really cool, like, let's just see what happens and how <laughs> bad. And I just wanted to see how bad it can get. I've seen some pretty nasty. You get a random brick out of a uh, bulk lot every once in a while. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like almost blackened. And I'm like, I uh -huh. want my base plate to get to that point. Whereas the <laughs> gradient experiment, that's going to end after we fill it all up with the plates or whatever. Yeah. But the other blank base plate, I'm just going to leave that out for years and years and it'll be fun to you know i'll probably do updates less often after that point but like every two every even maybe once a month or something but it's just gonna be crazy to see it three years down the road yeah and see what it looks like and been like dude i remember three years ago when this guy started it yeah but well, have you found that it warps a lot to uh, the, sun? the one with the plates on it like you can tell it's like yeah. it's being held like straightened by the plates that are on it but you can tell it's like it, it wants to bow one way or the yeah. other yeah yeah that's crazy. I actually, you know, Nate, I, I was in um, Orlando a couple of weeks ago and I saw at the Lego store down there, right outside of it, they have these massive Lego sculptures mm -hmm. and they're really impressive. But when I got up real close to it, I could see like the brown on it was mm -hmm. peeling off on the outside of it. And I, I actually took a video I wanted to send to you and have you get your thought on it. But it was so interesting. I was looking, it was like the, the whole outside layer was peeling from the sun. It was crazy. Uh, I, I wonder, because like, oh. I think they try to beef those up a little extra. I wonder if they had to put coating. something on it, yeah. But at the same time, um, it's interesting, because when I started the experiment, I didn't super realize it. But the regular standard base plates, those flat ones, they're yeah. actually made with a slight, I think it's either a slightly different plastic, or they add even more fire retardant into it, or ah. whatever it is. Or no, I think it's the base plates that they actually try to fortify more for sun, so they should yellow less. Huh. than a regular brick because i believe like again it's like a slightly different material but it's still crazy how yellow it actually has still gotten despite that yeah well and it's a different process for making those plates too versus the uh, the regular bricks are injection molded but the plates the uh, base plates are vacuum formed I, if and I'm we should second. see the difference because i have the other uh, the third experiment which is the multicolor experiment that's got like i've just pulled off as many yeah. different colors from my bricklink store as i could <laughs> they were brand new bricks so i can obviously have a nice little sample and know that they were new and hadn't been damaged at that point but that one obviously has a regular white brick in it so we'll see if that one single white brick yellows more than the base plate did because <laughs> it's a different material yes. and i'm interested that is intriguing now, um, would you maybe share with us a little bit on your process for making your video contents from, you know, picking a theme and how do you film and edit it? What's, you know, what kind of goes into your, your process? It's interesting because sometimes I, I usually have to see, like, I almost have to know the video back to front before I almost start anything because then I don't like, I don't know how to make the first clip or have my intro. And I always... Since the beginning, I've always tried shooting in different ways, so it's never always the same format. But I mean, it's essentially pick an idea, whether it be uh, like today, like, oh, I'll just go through my collection and 
I usually like to find parts that I have on hand to show in the videos, but I'm honestly thinking about just going to looking up any part and then just pulling up an image for it. But it's really just like pick a part that I thought was interesting or a part that I like that is also high value and then just digging into it. Um, sometimes I'll talk right over the clips and then sometimes I'll take clips and then voice over it. It kind of just depends on the idea or if my face is showing or not or how because I have a very hard time keeping it all up here and going straight. So if I just talk yeah. while I'm recording, yeah. sometimes that doesn't always look best because I'm yep. still trying to form the full idea of the video. So sometimes it's just better to record and then voice over after and chop up the clips so it matches how long my voiceover was. But mm -hmm. it's, it's it's always different. Um, it's like I'm such a I'm still <laughs> such a noob when it comes to like editing and that kind of the back end stuff, because like when I first started, I mean, you, you could still go look at my first TikToks I've ever posted. And I think my first TikTok I ever posted was a vertical shot video. video. So it's sideways on the TikTok. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's okay. just there's just nothing. And I started from nothing. So even now, I still feel like there's so much I could learn. I almost want to go take like a, a video editing course at my community college or something just so I can get a little right. better. Because there's little stuff that I know I could do better. But for now, I think I've got it fairly figured out. <laughs> how, how old is your TikTok channel? I think it just hit three years old this October. And like oh, wow. Congratulations. Or something Congrats. like that. Yeah. That was like official. I'd, I posted a couple times in October of 2019. And then I really didn't start. Po I posted, I think, every like one, a couple times a week at, at that point. But it wasn't until the beginning of the year, year in uh, January of 2020 that I uh, got my big start. And uh, the reason I, I attribute that to is actually, I don't know if you guys were on TikTok at the time. Do you remember the Lego Star Wars profile picture trend? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was how I rode that wave. I had less than like a couple hundred followers. I think even less than 100 in January. And uh, basically when that trend started, a lot of people were like, hey, you know, if you have a Lego Star Wars profile picture, follow me. And they were doing that whole thing. Yeah, just, yeah. You're, you're, you're siphoning followers just yeah. being a part of a trend. Yeah. So I was just like, well, I'm already making Lego content. So I kind of like started making a few of those videos in that way where it's like, hey, if you're this, but I would also add like, but I'm all go check out my profile because I actually also post Lego. <laughs> yeah. And I already yeah. had a couple months worth of videos posted. So it was really nice that you know, people would actually come and I started getting, I think by the end of January, I think I had about 20,000 followers. Nice. And wow, that was just growth. absolutely insane. It was just like, and it's still insane to me because I wasn't not expecting it. But at the same time, it's it's almost like a dream come true when the wheels start spinning like yeah. that. And it was just kind of like went from there. I just started posting, shoot, in the beginning, I was posting up to like seven times a day. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> like a lot like and, you know, my quality was a little bit lower then and I've increased the quality. So I can't necessarily pump out that much anymore mm -hmm. if I want it to remain the same quality. But one thing I did at the beginning was um, I called the minifigure highlights, I think. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen my little minifigure stand that spins around over the years. But basically, yeah. I, would, I just built a stand to spin minifigures around in a circle <laughs> and I would take like an eight to ten second clip. And then I put a bunch of BrickLink info up on the screen, like the well, how mm -hmm. much they were, all that kind of stuff. And those videos every once in a while start to do really well. But that was probably my first ever like main niche within the Lego community yeah. making those minifigure videos. <laughs> What's your like posting schedule now? How often do you like to post? Stuff? Oh shoot. I've been the last couple of weeks. Probably a lot of people are like, Hey Nate, I, it's good to see you. Uh, I haven't been live on TikTok <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. I've been doing, uh, just dealing with some personal stuff, but uh, honestly, sure. in the, uh, when I'm on my normal flow, it's at least once a day. But obviously, if I come up with another really solid idea, I'll just push right into it, record it, maybe post it later in the day. And then it also kind of depends uh, how well certain videos are doing. Like if videos are doing really well already, I don't feel the need to post three in a day. I might just sure. keep it to the one yeah, just to kind of stretch it out a little bit because I don't want to overwork myself. But at the same time, sometimes it's really good to do that if you're already on a high roll on some yeah. of your videos and yep. you know you got at least if you like if you know it's quality content coming out after that you kind of know you can kind of keep the ball rolling and i've definitely fallen off sometimes where i'm like oh i'm not getting as many views and i get a little demotivated but yeah. it's one of those things i've always came back and been like doesn't matter just keep making content it always has gone up and up and up that's the yeah, only TikTok advice i have is to people for creating content is like don't worry about the numbers and it seems cliche, but at the same time, like you might have just six, seven, eight, ten bad videos in a row that do nothing, but you won't know until you get to the 11th and that yeah. one gets a bunch of views. Yeah. That I mean, TikTok true. is so just kind of annoying sometimes and it's, <laughs> and it's 
just weirdness the way it does stuff. I know yesterday in particular, a lot of people were having problems where they would post a video and then it would just be under review for multiple hours on end. I've had is... that happen very rarely. And when it does happen, mm-hmm. I kind of just, if it does, I think 99% of the time it's always gotten appealed. I think there was one video recently that just didn't get appealed. And I was like, <laughs> okay, it was a fluke or something. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just TikTok's just annoying and it's just a very <laughs> weird app and they change their algorithm so much so just constantly. Oh yeah, it's interesting because I post on like four different platforms. I do YouTube Shorts. Yeah, I even do Facebook Reels, IG Reels, and mm-hmm. the TikToks. And it's interesting to see which platforms do because sometimes I'm like, yeah. oh, TikTok is where I'm going to get most of my views, right? But then some videos I'll post on TikTok, it gets like 50k. But then I post on Instagram, it gets a couple hundred, and I'm like, interesting. yeah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> so don't beat yourself up because TikTok is exactly. not always the, the the baseline of good or bad. That is very true. Great advice, honestly. And that's what also do post on other platforms because what if TikTok, you are po- you probably are posting good time, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. You're probably doing the best you can, but maybe it's you're, it's just not being seen as much there. Try it in another place. It might get seen yep. a little bit better. Cover all your bases. That's. Uh, I guess it goes back into my uh, my editing routine and stuff like that. What I do is I edit in InShot, which is an app on. I don't know if it's just iPhone, but and you can do any of the cap cuts, whatever. Mm-hmm. I recommend you edit your videos on one of those, so that way you have a master copy when you're finished. Yes. Zero watermarks, and then yes. you can just go ahead and post that natively to each app. And then you obviously, if you want to add extra text bubbles to each, but I usually try to add any text bubbles within the editing software. So then it's already mm-hmm. there for each upload. And all I really got to do is worry about hashtags and a description. Now, does your does your uh, program that you use, uh, what did you say it was again? InShot. InShot. Does that have a, a captioning function in it? No, or do you use I else? actually, I use Captions app, which I believe is an iPhone okay. only yeah. app, but I think yeah. there's something similar on Android. I've seen ads uh, for that. But it yeah. works really well. And I just noticed, I don't know if you guys have it, but on TikTok, they've updated their captions. So you can actually have like bubble text instead of that boxed plain text hmm. for your captions. Yeah. I yeah, have the I option I can case. actually, but for me, that only helps me on TikTok. I want to have captions <laughs> on all my videos. Yeah. And I, yep. want to have to put it on each platform. So I just run it through InShot. Then when that video is done, I run it through captions. And then that's basically my master copy with all the yep. captions. That is a good way to go, honestly. And one of the things that people used to say was like, you could post it to TikTok and then go to like SnapTik and download the video. I've again tried that. The watermark. But yeah, and, and the real problem with that is that there are a lot of cases where you'll download it and then the audio and video will be slightly out of sync. So then you have to put it back into your editor and move things so that they oh. actually line up. Don't, don't waste your time with that. You know, absolutely keep your master copy on file and and uh, edit it in-house uh, plus i mean I've, I've heard too many horror stories of you know somebody shot the entire video within tiktok or instagram and then happened to me something happened yeah and then you lose the entire thing Woo! yeah I, or the uh, whole video is off yeah like, audio is oh, off and there's no the way worst. to fix it then yeah yep that's no good they have updated the. I haven't used it, but they have like the the TikTok Studio Editor now, where it's a yeah. little bit easier to add stuff and move stuff around. But it's not the same still. Is it, yeah, it's easier to snap stuff to where clip oh, changes yeah, yeah. happen. That's the one thing I noticed on it, but I haven't used it much either because it's just it's much better to edit it out of yeah. out of TikTok first. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine editing full full video, especially videos like yours, no, uh, Nate, no. like in the TikTok app. It's just so non-intuitive and not easy. And even use. stitches I'll usually edit outside because a lot of times when yes. you, if you stitch something, you have no control over the rest of the video. Oh, like, I, yeah. think, I think the, I don't know if the music still plays from their video or something like sometimes, that. But like, sometimes it just glitch. I, I've seen people do stitches and sometimes it just glitches and adds music that was never even there and it'll be way <laughs> yes. louder than your yes. audio. I can never yeah. shoot the clips the way I want them to afterwards no. or something. Yeah. There's something weird about it, yeah. But then I also feel bad because like stitching, it kind of like gives the person you're stitching like credit essentially yeah. i don't like to yoink that credit by any means but at the same time we're trying to make yeah. a video that's capturing people's attention and the yeah, best way to do hard. that is to edit it the best way i can yeah and then yeah. you can tag them in the video anyway like yeah, i stitched with this person you know you put it on there that's fine and then generally even if you you know pull their video they're even if it's not an official stitch their watermark will be visible for a few seconds Yeah, that's true that's true yeah exactly. which is somewhat something yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When usually, I don't know. Do you guys click on a lot of original Stitch videos when you watch? I do Stitch? sometimes. It I depends on the relevance. If you need backstory, yeah, yes, or not. It yeah, depends on what you're looking at. Yeah, 
if they only give you a little bit of context, it's like, well, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if I do the occasional lip sync, I'll try to do that outside <laughs> of the app, even though it's kind of easier to do it in-app because the music is playing through the app. But even mm-hmm. then, I've noticed it's it's a little bit off, so I do it a really mundane way. I'll just like... <laughs> I'll mouth the words. I'll like play a YouTube video in the background that I want to lip sync and then lip sync it of me recording my face, but you can't hear any of that audio. And then I'll just download that audio track and put it 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 on top. And then hopefully my lip syncing was good enough. Yeah, Yeah. it works. It works. Yeah. Um, I would love to know, Nate, do you have any, shall we say, controversial Lego opinions? Controversial Lego opinions. Uh, I think the most controversial one I can think of is uh, stickers aren't as bad as people make them out to be. (laughs) I would agree with you on that. Like, obviously, yeah, I think we I would, would always prefer a non-stickered option, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's not possible, but not doable at all times. And a lot of people's arguments are like they peel off and stuff. And I honestly, we'll have to see in the next 10 years because modern stickers are a little bit mm-hmm. better than they were in like the 90s where they were like paper finish and moisture yes. could actually get to them and stuff yes. like that. The only thing we I can't do an experiment on this because I can't make time move any faster. <laughs> Let's see how these Lego stickers hold yeah, up over the next uh, 10 or 20 years that are being applied in the 2010s and beyond. Because a lot of people's point is like, oh, well, they'll just peel off and look bad. But even then, if a sticker is going to peel off and then look bad in the future, why not put it on now and have it look good for five, six, seven years before it does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's very valid. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like the office set got a lot of heat because of how many stickers are in it. But I love all the stickers that are in it. They're such great stickers. I think the main thing is they can be a little bit of a pain to actually apply in some cases. It depends. You know, the ones that give me the most the trouble long, skinny ones. are, well, actually the round ones. Mm. Um, the one that jumped out to me was uh, the Armorer's Mandalorian Forge had these round curved this like yeah, the, uh, the four by four macaroni about. tile oh yeah oh those, man i had the hard to line time up getting those on there yeah that was unbelievable i, I guess like, also I the problem with, them over over. problem with round stickers is they're never centered if you yeah, notice like they, the printing is like they, off the center cut, it's not even because like, it looks like they cut it out or something that's and right you yeah. can tell it's like a circular shape but the circular shape within <laughs> the circular sticker is offset to like the bottom <laughs> left yeah so you either have to mm-hmm. offset the sticker to make the pattern look centered or you have to yeah. offset the pattern to make the sticker itself look centered <laughs> yeah. that's a one pet peeve but other than that yeah. i don't have too much controversial lego opinions i could think off uh, uh, right off the top of my head yeah. Well, and, and also having stickers gives you so many more options for different types of pieces that you it would cost so much more for them to print everything they've made into a sticker, you know? They're good for mocks, too. Yeah. There's very certain much so. stickers, if you get creative, I mean, you can cut them into, you know, if you want to put it on a specific brick that's smaller than the one it was meant to go on. But mm-hmm. there's this really cool wire pattern on it or something like that. It's just, I've, yeah, I've no, actually absolutely. in my uh, my mech mock which is also oh, yeah. disassembled. Um, I used some Rand. I think I used stickers from the Ant-Man quantum buggy Ooh, thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of just wiry type stickers that looked really cool on a Mac. It looked like he had wires underneath like his joints and stuff like that. Yeah, see, that's great. Good cool, details. Cool. So what are your thoughts on like the current state of Lego? Like the company and just the brand and I honestly don't know what to think. It's inter- It's not a bad thing, but it's like... <laughs> I don't know where they're going to keep going. It almost seems like they're getting better, but almost I almost feel like they're going to start outpricing too many people. Not that like there is because a lot of people say, oh, Lego is so expensive now. It's like it's not like <laughs> yeah. they don't sell $20 sets anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes it feels like you're getting a little bit less. And I feel like the perception of that is due to the level of detail going higher and the pieces getting smaller. Because back mm-hmm. in the day, you felt like you were getting a really big set, but really you were just getting a lot of bulky pieces. Yes. It seemed like, a really good deal so the more detailed sets get the this the, the more expensive they're going to seem i think i just overall i think lego is doing great to be honest they're pandering to the adult audience like they need to be and it should like obviously they've been doing for what 10 or 15 years now it's working out really well yeah, yeah i agree i absolutely agree and then kind of on the other side of it what about the community the lego community creators users and just it's tough to say because everybody is in their own different pocket of the internet so it's hard to say, like, this is this, this is what most people think. I couldn't even say confidently that one way or the other of what most people in the Star uh, in the Lego community think about one thing or the other. Um, yeah, it's at so times, varied. I think it, could, it can be toxic. And I think 
only the only not toxic but the only negative part of it i see is like around leaks and judging stuff i guess overly harshly and i don't know people kind yeah. of um they expect because it is a mass produced set meant to be easily built by a lot of different people so a lot of people kind of expect this I guess not over quality, but just more than they can do. That's plausible for what they're sure. trying to do. It's again, it's a, it's a set that's mass produced. There's certain things that you could make better, but you have to remember again, it's mass produced and they're trying to make it as affordable as possible for what it is. Yeah. yeah well, and that's why agree. like you see a comparison between a set that Lego produces and then you see uh, somebody makes a mock and they say, well, I made this three times better. But then you look at it, and you're like, well, how many pieces does this use? What types of techniques does it use? Um, they also is this have to work with a catalog that they're to restricted to. With yes, a mock builder, yeah. you can use retired parts. You can use exactly, yeah. all sorts of different stuff that is not, they're not going to unretire a part very often no. for a one-off no. set <laughs> just to have what they want. And I think it's we have more pieces than ever, but at the same time, we don't have the pieces we used to have that are going to be used in newer sets. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, that, that does present limitations, yeah. Yeah, and going back to the whole leak thing, too, yeah, I feel like we'll get a leaked picture of something and not a very good quality picture <laughs> of something, and then the leakers will have their opinions on it, and then it's like everybody's set in stone on that opinion already, and we haven't even gotten an official reveal of it. I, I personally don't want to pay attention to too many leaks. Even yeah. when yeah. Lego announces something, that's kind of when I, I'll, I'll look. But it, I don't have anything against the leak community by any means. Obviously, it's just a it's just a curiosity. That's all it is. People want to yeah. know information as soon as they yeah. can. And for me, it's like, well, the set's not going to come out till it comes out. So, and I'm not going to make my decision until I see like everything about it. And usually, exactly, don't give you everything about it. Yeah. And it's it's just it's a buzz topic, and I respect it totally. If I had the like info to get it, like. Even like just as early as some of those leakers are, the information being able to post it on Instagram that morning and get views mm -hmm. off it, that might be helpful towards my channel. But it's not something I like to like put my effort towards. Just not my thing. Yeah, you have I to agree. like be so on top of things in order to be the very first ones to have that information. I feel like that would be kind of stressful. And that's what I feel like. I don't. And again, no disrespect to anybody no, who does no. this, but I like my content to be like for what it is, not for mm -hmm. like something that's kind of like the buzz topic of a leak where it's like only if it's 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 views are on its relevance at the time i want to be able to make a video and have it be relevant to anybody at any time yeah well i i'm curious what is something that has come out of the uh the kind of lego talk or uh you know lego social media that you didn't expect Hmm. Other than growing so quickly, I guess <laughs> yeah. um, that could be it's, the thing. <laughs> it's the lack of negativity. <laughs> that was mm -hmm. kind of the most surprising because, you know, they always say like, oh, once you got haters, you know, you're doing something right kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the whole three years I've been on TikTok, it's like every couple of months. It feels like I get one of those guys like, oh, a guy lives in his mom's basement kind of comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like stupid. Stuff. But other than that, it's just like been so positive. Nobody coming into my DMs telling me random stuff. It's just, yeah. And maybe yeah. that's because of the to Lego is the topic and it's just wholesome in itself. But <laughs> it's one of those things I haven't experienced anything where I, there's never been a day where I've been like, oh, I'm worried about what people are going to say about me in this video. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that way regardless, even if they did have something to say. But I've never even had to be on guard. So that's always yeah. something that surprised me. Yeah. Being, you know, you think millions of followers, like you're getting hate regardless. And I just, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't say that. I have at all that's awesome yeah lego that's fantastic i think lego lends itself to that yeah i don't mm -hmm. i've never experienced anything like that yeah definitely no dms of people just telling me off i surely didn't think people would recognize me in public oh wow that <laughs> happens quite a bit not like wow <laughs> like every couple times i don't go out <laughs> just, I should, it's just like i do a lot of shopping usually or uh, yeah. just going around trying to find deals but when i'm out and about go to the lego store or whatever it is yeah there's so like one random person who will know who i am and it's just so humbling all the time <laughs> so it'll just stop you and it's be like neat. hey are you are you on tiktok and i'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy yeah that's cool what about like your proudest moment on so far proudest moment as far as like content creation and yeah like all that oh, stuff in general yeah i think getting to meet like master builder alec like having the <laughs> notoriety i you know maybe anybody could have hit him up and had that opportunity but it still was great to be able to like be a, a big part of the community and then be able to like 
go meet someone with that much. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, he deserves what he has. He's just a, you know, he's a great yeah. builder and all that stuff. It was just great to be able to meet with someone like that, that probably wouldn't have been able to otherwise, or probably wouldn't have known to otherwise. Yeah, that's super, super cool. Now, do you have any thoughts on the future of like Lego social media and you know where where it goes from here? Because it's really kind of evolved a lot, you know, just from the days of when it was really only on the sphere of YouTube. And it's interesting. And I feel like they're elsewhere. really reserved because they're a family company and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. I wish they did more with featuring creators and stuff because the whole Lego community depends on the community and the builders within it. And they, I know on, I think on their Instagram, they'll highlight mock builders from time to time. I mm. think I've seen, like I've seen a lot of alternate builds and stuff, mm-hmm. but I do wish they kind other than the land, I wish there was more of like a direct partnership or if they had like, cause like, I think uh, nerf is a good example. They have like a face of uh, the company for their TikTok. I can't remember her name. Oh, but, yeah. Um, she's a nerf content creator. Yeah. And uh, they ended up taking her in as like the spokesperson slash face of their <laughs> TikTok. And I think, mm-hmm. I think Lego could benefit from something like that where they there's like yeah. a consistent, not a designer, not like this. Like we all love the designers and we love to see them in their videos and stuff. But I think having like that actual face to their different social medias could be helpful because it is such like a personable product. Yeah, I know they created their their TikTok channel uh, like a couple months ago. And I still don't know zero. if that's real. I still yeah. don't know if that's yeah, real. Yeah, it's I, verified. I, but yeah, well, yeah, you can. Because here's the thing. If you can, the only way you can link your IG is if you have the login info. You can uh, you can put it in your bio. Yeah. yeah. But that that button at the top of TikTok, like that has mm-hmm. to be logged in through, I'm pretty sure. And theirs is linked to their official Lego Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. They just, their, their bio is just and... the eyes looking like they're just here to scoop it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's, it's free. I mean, it maybe not to them to hire people to get it going, but to be on there just to yeah. have a TikTok is free. Why not at yeah. least whatever you're uploading to Instagram, just re-upload it there. I posted there too. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. yeah. Something it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what's one of the, like your biggest challenges that you've come across while doing social media? Trying to stay focused. <laughs> stay focused and motivated. <laughs> challenges sometimes. Yeah. That's pretty much it for me is staying consistent. Cause like at all times I know what I need to do and I know what I want to do. It's just sometimes making that connection of actually following through with it. That's yeah. my biggest thing, but that's mm-hmm. just a personal struggle in general. Yeah, sure. absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, what uh, I'm curious, uh, is there a theme that you think that maybe Lego should make or that, you know, if, if you could have any any theme made, uh, you know, what, what would you like to have Lego do? Uh, personally, like this is one of my all time favorites that I would love uh, Futurama. Oh, Futurama yeah. would be amazing. Um, yeah, many figures alone would be stellar, and then the yes. Planet Express ship is obviously the main <laughs> deal there. Um, but honestly, just a rant because I kind of just popped into my head. I want another like city mining theme, not necessarily a power oh, miners, yeah. but just another like a third generation of the the mining kind of theme. I always thought that uh, kids always seem to love it. Everyone has good nostalgia for those themes. Yeah, I feel like they just did it again what kid doesn't like construction stuff and they could just make yeah. it another aliens versus miners kind of <laughs> yeah kind of thing i loved power miners when i was a kid because that was so my era of stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was the successor to, to rock raiders yep and that would be a good original theme because they've I've, they've been almost falling off the boat on their original themes like monkey kid mm-hmm. and here's the thing I, I think monkey kid looks great but did they even market that to the western no. world at all no i mean it was only a lego store yeah only a lego stores. stores nobody even knows what it is and if a kid does know. pass it there's ninjago right next to it that they would much rather get because <laughs> yeah. they know what that is and there's a tv show and all that stuff so i just don't know why they kind of like i don't know it's weird I'm, and I, same with the the yeah. football sets being sold like there's a probably I think this could have been a Europe exclusive and been okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's just it's interesting because I, I, I hope they'll I was, do a baseball stadium. That's all they yeah. need to do. Because I would sell go, so oh, many here. Cool. Yeah. They need yeah. Yankee Stadium or something big like that. Wrigley like Field. Knows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I'm sure the licensing is complicated with that. I mean, there's some other companies that have uh, licensing for uh, MLB. You know, some other off-brand. Yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, because you have to think, like, the thing with football, European football at least, is, like, I think the reason they they chose that is because, like, 
it is somewhat followed internationally, but you got to mm-hmm. think like yeah. they did an MLB set. Think about how badly that would, that would sell do everywhere else. Yeah, oh, everywhere yeah. Else no, it wouldn't do anywhere. America, yeah. It would be, <laughs> ooh, it would be bad. Yes, it is America's pastime, right? <laughs> They're interesting though. I, I wonder if they'll make another one because what? There's three of them, right? The football stadiums? Yeah. I wouldn't remember. I don't. I, I there's the two or three. Out of, See, I know yeah. two for sure. Yeah. yeah the only reason I, I would buy it is just to get the massive amount of parts. Now we got the foosball. Yeah. yeah. Foosball. Oh, is, I know. That's so cool. I think the foosball, I don't think that should have been a set. I think it would have been an amazing mock, but I can't see many people like being like, let's go play the Lego foosball. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. I'll get it. I just think it's I, so novel. Because <laughs> I get all of the Lego idea sets. That's like my favorite theme. Um, and it's a cool display piece. But yeah, I don't think people are going to play it, play with it like they think it's they supposed are. to be functional, but it's almost never going to be used functionally. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I, like to be really functional, they needed to make larger size, uh, like more like buildable foosball players. Uh, the minifig yeah. size is just too small to really be uh, like, you can't get the ball across that. Come on. Danny Ford Johnson said the Lego city could do a sports space theme. Yeah. Actually, oh, that's ooh, a very good idea. They could have their own unique made up teams. Even a play scale baseball field would be cool. Yeah, so that's a lot yeah, of it's a lot of plates, I guess, a lot of surface area. Oh, he said throwback to the older um, sports Lego sets. sports. Yeah, I remember they had the soccer sets for a long time. Like, I would never spring pieces. As I'm not a soccer fan at all, but for some reason, I had a bunch of those sets as a kid, <laughs> and I wanted them. I think it was because it was just a fun game to play. Like, and yeah, I got, yeah. and I was a kid at the time, so like I had those commercials. So good. So I remember seeing those football commercials for the football. They did a good job sets. with the marketing on that. Yes. Yeah. They absolutely did. And it was actually fun. It was functional. It was a functional little soccer game. And then if you could have them make any like one off minifigure, what would you want it to be? It's interesting. I never thought about that before. <laughs> one off minifigure and probably assuming one that hasn't been done before. Yeah. Yeah. Everything on the planet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cool big fig. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be, yeah. There's not a lot of big figs. <sighs> Honestly, if we're going to talk minifigures, just something Futurama. Really? Yeah. Like a Dr. Zoidberg. I think it'd be hilarious with a minifigure <laughs> head. Yeah, like a custom molded yeah. head for him. Yeah, they'd have like the Simpsons heads, basically, where they're just yes. being molded. Yeah. yeah. So, since they, they already look- did Simpsons, it would not be a big stretch to do Futurama, I feel no, like. No, I think Simpsons is you know. almost a little more crude to an extent. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Futurama is uh, under the table inappropriate where you don't catch yeah. it right away yeah. <laughs> or, or Simpsons is like right in your face kind of fart jokes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see them bring Simpsons back. I mean, Disney owns all that stuff. So, and Disney and Lego seem to have very good friendly partnership with each other. So yes, very symbiotic. <laughs> Yes. As long as the money is flowing. Exactly. exactly. Yep, exactly. Well, I think that that brings us into what we like to call the speed round. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, All so, right. So these are going to be just a A or B answer without any thoughts type of questions. Okay. Okay. All right. First off, scary movies or comedies? Comedies. Okay. <laughs> I don't uh, hate scary movies, but usually they're, <laughs> I don't see them as good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They're they're hard to come by. Uh, hamburger or pizza? Oh, dude, that's the hardest choice ever. But <laughs> hamburger. Uh, okay, Mega Constructs or Playmobil? <laughs> Mega Constructs. Playmobil looks so weird. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like Christmas ornaments. Totally yeah. different system. They're weird. <laughs> Very like circle, perfectly circle heads. Uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Follow the instructions or mocks? Hmm. I say follow the instructions just because I, I, I've built way more sets than I've done mocks. So I can't justify saying I'd like to do that more because <laughs> I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. I haven't ever seen an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, that's... everybody out there. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. I'm, I'm sure it's amazing. You. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, how about this one? Keanu Reeves or Brendan Fraser? Uh, Keanu Reeves forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brick separator or fingers and teeth? Brick separator every day. Every day. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, how about the MCU or DCU? MCU. Uh, unfortunately, I, I don't not like DC, but I haven't been impressed by any of the movies in the last few yeah. years or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is an unfortunate. Iron Man for... 1 hooked me immediately. So, like, oh, just absolutely, no question. Yeah. I saw that when I was like a freshman in high school. It was just amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. 
And then if you could travel back in time to get either the original Cloud City playset or a Mr. Gold figure, which would you get? Assuming I, I, I automatically get the Mr. Gold looking yes. for Yes. Yes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. I think like my, the money part of me says Cloud City, but honestly, I would have loved to hunt for the Mr. Gold. I wasn't yeah. at all in the, in the, but it would have yeah. been fun to go store to store, just feeling them up. I think that, so I'll go with Mr. Gold. <laughs> all right. And then finally, Obi-Wan Kenobi bricks or brick chef. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I know both of your content just as well. <laughs> I can't even be like, oh, I haven't seen much of yours or much of his. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> go it's purely, purely based on the display behind you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's more. There's more built. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of Lego in the back. My parts wall behind me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much. That's for a fighting. mean question. It is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. it is. We are all winners here. <laughs> yes. And that about wraps it up real quickly, Epic where can they find all of your different content? I am Epic Bricks, just as you see it here. Yeah, on all on all socials. I don't have another another way of spelling it or putting it. So if you want to find anywhere you can think to look at me, it's Epic Bricks with a K. E P I K. That is right. Yep. Yeah. With the iconic yeah. K. <laughs> iconic. Well, that about wraps us up for today. You are awesome, Epic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. If you well, have come on again, heard... it's definitely a goal of mine is to get more onto some of these podcasts oh, that yeah. other people are throwing. Well, yeah, well, we, we had a yeah, lot of fun with to, it. Yeah, we'd love to have you on in the future. That'd be great. You can just be like a normal participant and talk about one of our normal topics with us. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be super yeah. fun. But uh, until next time, you can get us on all of the normal podcasting services and you can check out our other episodes that we have as well. So until then, we will see you guys next time. 